Welcome to Average Joe's Gaming Podcast with your host, Joe. Episode 5, Valley of the Vikings. A special message from Unboxing Game, the official sponsor of the Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. Every month, Unboxing Game is giving away $1,000 worth of board games, and I am going to go over the multiple ways you can enter, how it works, and what you can win. First, let's go over the multiple ways you can enter. There are three ways you can get entries. You can sign up for one of their membership programs and get automatic entries every single month, as well as other benefits, such as VIP gift cards to their online store and automatic entries into all of their single game board game giveaways. The VIP gift card is a member benefit I want to go over in a little more detail. Every month you are an active VIP member, you will receive a VIP gift card up to $15 depending on your membership level. So let's say you are a Platinum VIP member and get a $15 VIP gift card. You can use that card on anything you want on their site, such as this amazing shirt I am wearing. You can't see it, but it still looks amazing on me. Now, for the best part, any unused balance carries over from month to month and is added to your new VIP gift card you get each month. The second way you can enter is by shopping at their store unboxandgame.com You can pick up some board game merchandise from them and get one entry for every $1 you spend. A few examples are shirts, pins, stickers, even drink coasters. Lastly, you can mail in an entry. Details are in the official rules. Now, let's discuss how this sweepstakes works. Every month after the drawing period ends, all entries are sent to a third-party sweepstakes administrator who makes sure all entries are eligible, and then randomly selects a winner. Next, Unboxing Game notifies the winner, who then gets a $1,000 gift certificate to Cool Stuff Inc., Card House, or Game Nerds. Then the winner goes on a $1,000 shopping spree at one of these online stores, picking up $1,000 worth of board games of their choice. Finally, Unboxing Game does the whole thing over again next month. So what are you waiting for? Get your entries in today and secure your chance to win. Hi, I'm Joe, and today we're going to be talking about the new Haba game, Valley of the Vikings. In this game, you are a brave warrior that wants to enter into the barrel bowling contest. So what you're going to do on your turn is you're going to put the ball in one of the four spots on the board, and you're going to hit it with the cardboard token that is your bat. You're going to try to knock over four barrels you might not want to knock over all four might only want to knock over one but you're going to try to move the colored tokens that match the barrels 
on the dock track. The color that gets knocked off the end of the dock ends that round. And so wherever the other colors are at will get those rewards. Uh, so you might get a coin, you might get a couple coins, you might get to steal a coin from another player. When that's all done, you'll put them in these cool Viking boats. Uh, they are awesome. My five-year-old daughter absolutely loved this game. She wants to play it all the time. Just getting it out of the box, she told me, I know how to play this. So, we get to play it. She did really, really well. Uh, I believe she actually won the game. She played with my wife, um, one of our other group members, and myself. And she did really, really well. Um, the coins are really nice. The board is a a, a thick cardboard board that's the puzzle piece board so you have uh the center of the board that's a piece you have the four edges of the board that are pieces and then you have the cardboard tokens for the different player colors so there's four different colors there's red there's blue there's green and i believe there's orange and uh, it's a it's a very fun game i enjoyed it i really enjoyed the the ships uh the most <laughs> Um, that was, it was fun building them. It was fun just having it sitting in front of you. The coins are just plastic coins that say Haba. Um, they are gold or yellow. Um, and then you've got the ball that you bowl with. Uh, that is a hard plastic ball. And then the, the bat that you use to flick the ball into the middle, uh, that is a cardboard piece and it, it has a Viking on it and he has a kind of a bat in his hand um that was it worked for the game it really did um and then you have the wooden barrels in the middle of the board and there is um let's see here like 10 spots i believe and they they have designated spots for setup which are kind of the four corners of the center and then once you knock them over you get to place them anywhere you want it in the center for the next player to go. So if you don't want to be hit off the dock, uh, it's it's probably best that you place the other colors away from yours or blocking yours to give you a better chance. Um, it played in about 15 to 20 minutes. It was really quick. It, it kept my five-year-old's attention. She got the rules um, she's a little gamer though. She she absolutely loves the Haba games. So when it says six and up, generally if if your if your child is already playing um, Haba games, I recommend about a year below what they say. So if it says six, chances are your five year old if they've been playing games for a while, you know the My First Orchard or. Uh, uh, I think there's a uh, My Little Theme Park or something like that. They Haba has an amazing line of games. Um, this is a rather large box compared to the smaller ones that they've been coming out with. Um, I really like this one. Uh, I will definitely play this again with my daughter. Uh, my youngest son, he is three. 
and he really wanted to play it too. It might be a little advanced for him, but I'm sure he could probably figure it out uh, to a point. Um, but this is one that will definitely hit the table again. Uh, I would really encourage anybody that is a fan of the Hobbit games for their children to check this one out. It's, uh, I would say it's it's probably a must-have for a collection, anybody that's into the Hobbit games. So, uh, great quality, never let down when, when Hobbit brings a game in. So, um, check it out, Valley of the Vikings. Okay, so the next game that I I recently had the chance to review and do demos of was Imperial Settlers Roll and Write. Uh, if you are a fan of the Imperial Settlers card game, I would strongly recommend you check out the Roll and Write. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it is is very easy to teach other players. So what you do is you have a a large sheet in front of you, and you're going to have a top row that requires actions and resources to cross off squares. The top row is your walls. Um, Those require stone. The second row is your villages that require wood. The row below that is going to be your uh, granary, which requires food as a resource. And then you're going to have the bridges on the bottom row. And each section is its own bridge, which once you build that bridge, then you have access to the harvest area that that bridge is associated with. What you will do is you will roll the dice. You'll have one pink die. That gives you the amount of actions you have. Then you have a um, special abilities. They're little cards or cardboard tiles that are in the middle of the table, and you will have one out more than the players playing. So it's up to a four-player game, so if you have four players, you will have five of the tiles out, which is every tile that comes with the game. So you take one of the abilities. Uh, The abilities range from an extra action to a free wild or uh, a free harvest of one certain type, and uh, you'll take one of those, then everyone at the table will play with the results of the dice that you just rolled. So you have the one pink die, which gives you how many actions. You have the three dice that give you the resources that you're available to use. So you want to keep track of how many resources you have, and you will cross off available boxes starting with left going right. You will also have a separate sheet next to that, which has special buildings. And what those do is they give you a bonus every round. So if you build a building, and again, you're crossing off boxes, so it takes actions to do that. And so if it's an empty box, it'll take just an action to cross it off. If it has a box with, for instance, an apple in it, it's going to take an action and that required resource to cross off that box. Once you've crossed off all the boxes for the building, then the following round you have that ability available to you. It The game lasts 10 rounds, and it's, it's pretty simple. The advanced version has uh, settlements, and you have blueprints, so you can make that settlement on the crossed-off boxes on the first sheet, and it makes a, like a Tetris shape. And uh, 
you can get different abilities for that. So every time you make a settlement, it has an underlying ability on that building that you took the settlement from, and it, it upgrades you one more. So if you had created a building before, and it gave you one food every round, and you made a settlement, it would give you two food every round instead of one. And you can do that multiple times. Uh, there is the architect building, which gives you seven points if you make that shape. Um, it is very tempting to just go straight for that shape. Um, it's really player choice at that point. But I like to go after the different abilities and see what I can get for points otherwise. I have yet to win the game. But uh, I am confident that if you can get those buildings under control soon enough, that that can be really big later in the game. So I I really enjoyed it. I am a big fan of Imperial Settlers. Uh, I like the roll and rights. So Imperial Settlers roll and right is a win for me. Um, I would give it on a, the BGG scale one to ten. I would probably give this one a seven point five. 7, 7.5. Just, it was very simple to teach. I enjoyed it. Um, it was a, it was a good game. And the other thing that uh, I had found out was, so on most rolling rights, you're always worried about using up sheets. Well, they actually give you a PDF to print out more sheets, and they're coming out with new boards and they release those for free on their website as PDFs. So I think that is very cool to um, to, to spice things up a little bit. Kind of like Welcome To, in a way. They're themed. Um, so I, I really did enjoy that one. I, I was able to run a demo or a splash, I guess, um, is a splash for Portal Games at uh, the Sioux Falls Dragon's Den. So they're, they're the local store that helps me out and lets me demo games at their store. So I do demos, I do splashes for them. Um, they're really awesome to pre-order with. And uh, so usually if I run a splash or a demo, like in, in November here, I will be running uh, a mool, which is a card game for Stronghold Games. I'll be running a splash on Sunday the 17th I believe it is and the following weekend after that is Paranormal Detectives the uh, weekend I'm also running Paranormal Detectives I will also be running demos of Aristocracy so if you did not yet check that game out by Reiner Knizia and TMG Games I strongly suggest you checking that one out it's a great game um, and then in December, I will be running Dreams of Tomorrow, which is another card game. So I would strongly check, uh, suggest checking those out. Uh, if you are local to Sioux Falls or coming through, uh, check our Facebook page. And I have all the events listed. So that's Average Joe's Gaming Podcast on Facebook. So you can check us out there. I have all the, uh, the events listed and I try to keep that up to date. Um, one of the other things that we have going on is uh, our sponsor, Unboxing Game, uh, has sent us some more merchandise. The 
uh, bits bags. So they're selling lots and lots of bags on their their website, uh, and they have these color coded bags. So Ticket to Ride, Catan. Um, you could really use them with just about any kind of game. They sell them in uh, per bag. They sell them in sets of colors. They sell them in uh, sets for the games. So if you want the Catan set, you can get the Catan set. If you want the Ticket to Ride set, you can get the Ticket to Ride set. Or if you just want five different colors or six different colors, you can get the different colors as well. So those are really nifty. Um, we put ours in the Ticket to Ride, and it worked out great. Um, and we just ordered... Uh, the Catan set from them and received those and those looked amazing worked out great uh, the other thing is they have really awesome t-shirts uh, so I, I'd gotten a mystery box from them and the mystery boxes are $20 on the website and if you are a VIP member then you get gift certificates so you could use that on it but anyway it's, it's $20 and shipping is super cheap so in the mystery box, we got two shirts. One had an, a double-sided axe on it, and the other one was um, Analog Gamer with two D6s on it. I, awesome shirts. Uh, I'm very, very satisfied with them. They have these cool meeple bundles. They have the blue meeple bundle, which gives you a shirt with a giant blue meeple on the chest, and then you get a blue enamel pin that is a meeple, and then you get a set of four blue Meeple coasters. You get some blue vinyl Meeple stickers that look awesome on cars. And if you ever see me driving around, I'm in the Average Joe's VW Bug that has unboxing game and all of their stickers all over the back and board game stickers galore. So um, I'm pretty easy to see. <laughs> uh but absolutely love their company and love the products they're putting out. So I would check it out. Uh, it's Just check out Unboxing Game. You can Google it, take it right to their website. So that's some of the, the stuff we've got. Uh, we had an Extra Life event here, and we actually gave away a yellow Meeple bundle. So we gave a yellow Meeple shirt away. We gave a set of coasters away and some vinyl stickers and the yellow Meeple pin. So... Uh, that was a lot of fun. We played Coloma, which is a Kickstarter game that I received. And that was, um, I believe, Frontier Games is the one that did that. I don't have it sitting in front of me. Uh, but Coloma is a Western game. And you are on the frontier. You are doing a shootout in an Old West. Um, you are managing resources. You're building buildings downtown. All kinds of fun stuff. It lasts 15 turns. And those 15 turns are awesome and brutal at the same time. Because you have so many different options and you have to figure out as many actions as possible to get out of those 15 turns. It's almost over too fast, but then I think if there was another year where it added another five rounds to it it might make the game too lengthy i think it's i think it's exactly where it needs to be um i i love there's a magnetic wheel that uh helps you choose or well doesn't help you choose um it 
it moves to the next event, the current events. So they have the the Barker, which is the the event that moves, and so it's it's just a magnetic cardboard piece, very awesome. And then you've got a very very nice board, a lot of cool pieces, um, little wooden horses, little wooden uh, covered wagons. You've got all the meeples are little Western dudes, and then you've got the bandits, uh, a lot of cardboard pieces, very good quality game. Um, check that one out. That is Coloma. So, um, and if again you see me at one of these game stores or uh, at a convention, I usually have the uh, board game table bag with me, and it's got Average Joe's on it. So, if I have Coloma with me or any of these other games, just ask me to play and I will definitely play a game with you. Uh, the next convention that I know for certain that I'm going to is the Lakes Area Game Fest in January. I will be staying down there, so I will be there for the entire time. Uh, following that, I'm planning on going to the Con of the North in the cities. So um, I just came from NanoCon this last weekend, which was up in Madison. And I actually got to meet the founder of NanoCon, which I thought was super cool. And his name is Alan, and we will be having him on the podcast as soon as we can schedule something with him. And he has an epic tale of how NanoCon started and how NanoCon got his name. So he said we will need at least an hour and a half for that story. And to tell that story, he needs to tell a different story. So be prepared for an epic tale from Alan, and I had just heard from uh, Adam Collins, and they are getting ready to ship out on their new, well, (laughs) new game, it's their, the one they've been doing is Fences. They are shipping out a second run of this. Now, I I gotta say, this is pretty impressive. So, I think I talked about this briefly uh, when we did Geekway, but so I got the chance to meet Adam. Very cool guy. Um, he and his company, Bearded Board Games, released a game called Fences on Kickstarter. It funded. They sent the games out, and then they started hearing negative feedback about how. The tiles were not cut uh, properly, and just, they had complaints about it. I didn't find it was that problematic. Um, I really liked the game. So they decided, since there was so much of the negative feedback, that they were going to go ahead and have it reprinted. Now, this is a huge cost to any starting company especially when you're just doing your first game. So they went ahead and had it reprinted. Now, again, this this caused a slight delay with getting the games out to backers. But I don't think I've heard or read any negative things about that because they absorbed all the cost of doing this, which is just absolutely unheard of, and are sending out a new copy to all of their backers. So I got to give it up. Uh, I would say that is 
a stellar company. I look forward to hearing from Adam and hearing about his games. I think he's got some new ones that he's working on, expansions for fences, all kinds of cool stuff. So um, look forward to hearing from him. So that's about everything that I have to talk about tonight. Uh, We did get another Kickstarter in the game room. We got Junkyard Derby. I have not played it yet. Uh, We did open it up. Uh, very cool artwork, nice board. I think I gave that one to the table to uh, to play. So, um, I guess until next time, I'm Joe. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on these formats. Find us at Facebook at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. Join our Facebook group of Average Joe's Gaming. Follow us at Instagram at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Hammerly Joseph. Find us on Reddit at Average Joe's Gaming. You can join our Board Game Geek Guild at Average Joe's Gaming. You can go to our website, AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.com, and find all of our information. Check out our Extra Life tab, and feel free to join our Extra Life team by clicking on the Extra Life logo, which will take you to our team page. You can also listen to us on any of your favorite podcasting devices, such as Google Play Music, Amazon Alexa, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate all of your feedback. If you wish to get into contact with us, you can go to our website at AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.com and go to the Contact Us link, or you can just email us directly at AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.outlook.com You can also message us on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>